Hi, hello, and welcome back to Healthish. I'm your host, Ali Izzo, and I'm also the digital editor at Body and Soul. And today, I have a treat for you. Nat, who also, like many musical greats, only goes by one name, found over 2 million fans across his platforms combined thanks to his no BS, swear words sprinkled approach to cooking, but a very unrock and roll ethos to make good quality food at home and shun anything packaged or processed. So Nat's new book, it's called Uncook Yourself, is not so much about food, although there are some of his favourite recipes in there as well, but it's about his life lessons, namely how to not be a dickhead, as he says but also around self-care, being open about his mental health struggles and the value in chucking a sickie and much, much more. I'll let him explain. Just a warning, if you don't like foul language, perhaps you want to skip forward to another episode now. Nat, welcome to Healthish. How's it going? It's going all right. It's, uh, it's flat chat at the moment. <laughs> You're a busy man, that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's good. <laughs> now, congrats on the book. It looks amazing. It's um, Obviously, it's not a traditional cooking book and your YouTube is not a traditional cooking show either. What is it about right. traditional cooking shows that gets your goat the most? <laughs> They don't, they don't bother me heaps. I mean, it's just not really, it's not really part of my routine. I've not, uh, you know, I don't really tend to follow the map of any traditional thing much anywhere ever. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't mind some traditional cooking show stuff, but I mean, it all gets a bit samey, you know. So that's why I tend to mix it up a bit. I'm, uh, yeah, I tend to. Yeah, get a bit more fucking nuts about it. <laughs> um, so, have you? always been a foodie i know that your dad was a chef but was that always something you were into no it wasn't something i was always into yeah dad's a um dad's a cook he's not a chef Mm. but he's um that's a distinction sorry it is it no it is a distinction yeah some people get upset about that and fair enough yeah chefs just about bust themselves in half to become chefs true Dad makes a real point of it too. He's like, "No, I'm not." You know, <laughs> so I better better play safe there. But he's, um, yeah, he's incredible, absolutely incredible. He's um, definitely been an inspiration for why I love food and like cutting the shit in the kitchen. He's very, um, just one of those people that can turn anything into a a good time in the kitchen. Is yeah, it's it's been an inspiration. But I haven't always. Haven't always been a big like cook or into that. That's something I, I developed in my twenties, I think, when I kind of had to. I really like, yeah, I got sick of eating garbage and couldn't afford really. Can't you can't afford to eat out all the time, you know? When you're on the dole, it's like you can actually like cook pretty well if you. I mean, the dole's pretty tough, but you can you can eat a decent meal if you if you cook for yourself. Yeah, and you know what you're doing. I think that helps too. So, what inspired you to start? And that's what I reckon in the first place. I, I wanted to make videos for ages because I'm just always someone who's taken the piss. And so it's helped me to kind of, it's been a really good way to, for, to make people laugh and something other than uh, my music that I can perform and um, and create. And I like, I get very frustrated if I can't create things. So yeah, that's, I suppose that's why I wanted to do it. I, was, I used to go to like short film nights and stuff like that. And hmm stupid videos that I'd made with me is just stuff off my phone you know some of it's just garbage but <laughs> you know I was getting you know I was making people laugh and that's what I loved about it so I kept doing making more and more of them and you know here we are kind of eight or so years later I'm 
I'm still doing it, but now it's um. Now it's big. The, when yeah. the lockdown happened, it's uh, I started doing the cooking shows, mm. and uh, yeah, they're the uh, they're where the channel kind of went boom. Yeah. So to speak. Why do you reckon that is? Um, I think there's a certain element of kind of cut the shit that everyone needed at the time of mm. um of lockdown. You know, it's pretty hard. At least uh, where we were in in Sydney, it was pretty. And it's kind of imminent punish that we're about to deal with. You know, everyone's going through a pretty stressful time. And, um, you know, I do what I always do when I'm stressed out and can't go anywhere, and that's cook food. So I try to translate what I do otherwise on my channel into some cooking stuff. And I was like, oh, I was shocked that people were just buying all this jarred garbage. So, I, um, yeah, I just took aim at that. And I think people like that kind of kind of, you know, cut the nonsense out and just get to it, you know. And and it's fun. It's all, you know, it is quite, like, sharp the way I speak about it. But it's not, you know, it's, it's for a laugh. We're like, have a laugh. But it's quite a um, functional laugh, you know. You can, this is actually how you do that. Yeah. You know, the garlic and basil and tomato, surprise, surprise, that's actually what's in it, you know. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's good that you brought up the jar sauce stuff because I was going to ask you, in the book, you've kind of themed them around uh, your chapters around life lessons. And number nine is called Rule Nine, which is fuck jar sauce. And you liken cooking to a form of solace. And it's kind of like the way that you show, you know, your love and care for your friends and your family, but yourself as well. How how does that work? Because for me, cooking is a massive pain in the ass and I dislike doing it. What is it about cooking that is makes it sort of like self-care, I guess? Well, for me, it uh, makes me feel capable when I am otherwise feel pretty useless at times like I'm I get quite overwhelmed with my mental health stuff quite often and cooking's a, a moment where I know it's something I'm good at or I've got good at it and it's something you can get good at quite quickly you can get good at making a dish at least um you might make it you know way too many times and people get over eating your dish or something <laughs> and when you're cooking it I'm good at this I feel good this is good I can cook you a meal if that's a nice exchange being able to give someone that like I've said in the book, it's like giving someone flowers, you know. You give someone a bunch of flowers, there's something nice about that. Or receiving flowers, it's a temporary thing. But it's like you're giving someone a bit of life or a bit of something that gives you life, you know. Food is a bit of life. And mm. I think it's a really simple, nice exchange while being a, a bit of a meditation of sorts at the, at the same time. Yeah, I like that. That's a really cool way to put it. So tell me, what is your go-to dinner meal? You've probably got a few, but when you really can't, be fucked to be honest when you can't be stuffed and you just don't have anything in the house what do you what do you whip up what's what's a no-brainer for you well I mean, pasta is like the the quickest easiest thing and like i love cooking for jules and if she can't be bothered or, or can't be bothered i mean i often can but i know what you mean if you can't depends what you've got around i've always got tins of tomatoes you know t- tins of like half decent tomatoes or if i don't have fresh tomatoes around I'll make like a like an arabiata or something like that, just like a, a chili tomato kind of pasta thing. But the the real the real big hit is the aglio, you know, that just like oh, yeah. garlic and oil and parmesan cheese. Yeah, that is a winner. It That's is a winner, and it takes like all of the amount of time that it takes to cook the pasta to make. Yeah, I'm into that. That sounds like my kind of recipe. 
Okay, and last, my last question is, if you could change one thing about the way that most Aussies cook at home, what would it be? Oh, less in the microwave, I'd say. Yeah. So just use, you know, use fresh food, use whole food. I mean, I'd say that about anything, though. I don't, I don't <laughs> think a bad person for using, you know, jar sauce or just eating <laughs> food. I still do it. I still use shit food. I don't eat jar sauce. But, you know, we all eat garbage and the occasional bit of drive-through or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's not, you're not an asshole for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but if I had to, I'd encourage people to do it. So, you know, give the give the fresh food version a go because it's actually quite. That's it. Well, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. And congrats again on the book. It's awesome. And keep doing it. Love it. Listen, thank you so much for having me. Cheers. No worries. <laughs> Nat is a real force of nature and it's so refreshing to talk to someone who takes their food seriously but not themselves. Please, if you have a moment, take a second to rate, review and subscribe wherever you like to get your podcast and it means so much to us, I can't tell you. Until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.